Hello, Faith Family. Welcome to today's uh, sermon discussion panel. And uh, we're, we're going to dive right in. We went over 1 Samuel 4 through 5. Um, so, Dan, I just want to ask you right away, how were you helped by today's passage? I, uh, the, the main thing just, it, it helped me have a big view of God. Hmm. Um, and uh, God is just so much bigger than we can even comprehend. The imagery of putting God into a box was really good for that. Like, you mm -hmm. just can't. Um, and here, God and his sovereignty used pagan people to judge his people as he would do throughout the Old Testament. And so, but he let these pagan people realize, no, I'm still the God of the universe. Mm -hmm. I'm not like your like false deities. Um, and God, just the power of God and how he is about something so much bigger many times than our, what's going on in our personal life. As much as he cares about the, the, what's going on in the life of a believer, mm -hmm. he just, there's a bigger thing going on there. And, and one of the best things we can do is orient ourselves to this big God and his big plan, uh, sometimes rather than just getting lost in our own lives and our own issues. Yes, yes. No, that was, uh, I, I agree. So um, one of the last points, that, and we'll, we'll get to this a little bit later in one of the questions, but not being able to, not just, we can't manipulate God's power, but we also can't contain mm -hmm. God's, God's power. So, well, uh, uh, second question for you, how could, how could Kyle have gone wrong with this, with this story. Uh, yeah, well, just acting, uh, he could have acted like the, the Ark of the Covenant was like a symbol of God's blessing on our personal lives and like health, wealth, prosperity. You want to have mm. the Ark in your life. You need to do these things <laughs> right. to have God's Ark or to, to use God's Ark correctly to have success and, and victory over your personal Philistines in this life. And he, he did a great job. Like that, that is not what this is about mm. uh, at all. In fact, th that kind of mentality is, is what is being preached against, uh, against here in many ways. Yes, yes. Yeah, and, and I, I've, heard, I've heard it said before, like some people use this kind of in this, like a vague, you know, discerning God's will. Mm -hmm. Like this is why we need to discern God's will for our life. And it ends up becoming this, uh, just a moralistic thing that, that doesn't have, it, it's just too separate, it's far separated from the text mm -hmm. and not really... It is not the actual main point of, of the text. So, um, yeah, that's that's great. Well, we we unearthed six. Uh, we call them like archaeology. I was I was, um, I was clever. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yep. So yeah, you could you could tell some people appreciated the pun, and then other others, uh, you know, you could hear the sighs uh, from the masses. <laughs> hey, since I, um, I have a, hu a sense of humor that makes people sigh or roll their eyes on a regular basis, so <laughs> I approve. You, yeah, I approve, right. Kyle. Right. I approve. Well, so so we had six of these archaeological discoveries in, in the text. Uh, which one just stood out to you that was that was helpful? I think they were all so good, but like the first three where he was just he did them really quickly on the first five verses of the passage today, mm -hmm. but it just hit home. We should not have a theology of of lucky charms. We should not. Uh, we should not have rabbit's foot theology, uh, where our Christianity is really about getting what we want in this life. Yes. Um, and that, and it's. I mean, it's a reminder. It's something we can all fall into, where we're like we're trying to have a good walk with God, so He'll give us what we want. Um, and I see, of course, I see this in our, our culture all the time. People who are claimed to be Christians, but really it's about getting God's blessing in their life, success in their careers, mm -hmm. having a good marriage, raising uh, good kids. And so they want God to help them achieve their ends. And it's not pursuing God for his own sake. 
Um, and, uh, or, of course, in, in a lot of the spiritualism or secularism of today, they're looking for some truth, some philosophy, some self-help plan mm-hmm. that will help them get what they want out of life. And uh, that it's so easy. And here we see the children of Israel basing using this box that was just simply met as a symbol of God's presence, a symbol of God's glory and of, and of the need for atonement. And they were trying to treat it as a good luck charm. They were trying to weaponize it. Of course, I'm, as someone who grew up watching Indiana Jones, you know how <laughs> I, I love the, some of the movies that Spielberg and Lucas put together, but the theology is terrible. Like they, that opening scene, the army guys are listening to Dr. Jones, and he's like, oh, the, the Ark of the Covenant was like this amazing weapon, and, and, right. and what, what's that? Oh, it's the wrath of God. I'm, I'm just like, no, 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 no. That, that's, they didn't read the Bible when they were prepping for that movie because <laughs> – this passage shows the one time the children of Israel tried to weaponize the ark, it got captured. Yes. So, um, it, but again, the, the bigger point of people just, that is so much what our, our natural selfish bent is, whether we're in Christianity or outside of it. We want something to make life work. We want something to get what we want in this life. Mm-hmm. And, and just God is, here is showing us that his, his agenda, his glory is so much bigger than that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, if you're hearing this George Lucas or Steven Spielberg, you're wrong. That's right. Ch- change That's right. The- <laughs> you can atone for that by giving me a portion of your royalties oh for the Indiana Jones series and getting me the original oh. fedora hat oh from uh, Indiana Jones. The, the, one that, the one that stood out to me, number four, um, God is on his throne even when the earthly throne is captured. And uh, that, that would just... It's those kinds of images or, or helps from the scriptures that, that just those, those things stick with me as far as if, if there's something in my day that is just not, it's not going right. Like I, I see that, man, things should be going in this direction, not just because it's for me, but, but just as God has revealed himself through the scriptures, we should be moving toward this in obedience. And when I see that that's being pushed against um, or I see it in my own heart, in my own life, my, my temptations to, toward, toward sin, um, to not uh, want to please God in that moment, that it is just this reminder that, that God is on his throne. Even, mm-hmm. even when circumstantially, at outward appearances, it seems like, it seems like things aren't in order. The, mm-hmm. the chaos of sin is so chaotic, it doesn't seem like God is enthroned. Um, but just, just such a helpful reminder from 1 Samuel today that no mm-hmm. god is god is on his throne yeah. so any, uh, anything else yeah just two two parting thoughts one um you, I love how Kyle is getting to Christ from the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. I was surprised at how he, he did the play on Ichabod with Emmanuel. And that was a wonderful way mm. to get from this passage to Christ. Another one that he probably could have done is the ark. What is the ark? It was a symbol of God's presence with his people. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the mercy seat, need for atonement. What is the ultimate uh, you know, need for atonement, the place of mercy, and the ultimate present symbol of God's presence with his people? It's Jesus Christ. Yes. So Jesus Christ is the better ark. He could have gone that route. He went uh, playing off of Ichabod. And then the other important point to make is that obviously we, we don't know what happened to the Ark of the Covenant. could have been captured by the Babylonians, Egyptians, or whoever. Mm-hmm. But as we all know from the movie, if you do encounter the Ark, don't look inside. <laughs> that's, that's, that's our, I'll just that's leave our you with parting. that imparting oh theological my. perspective. Oh well, you said that about uh, Ichabod. It reminded me Samuel was gone through, like he's not it's not that he's gone, but he doesn't appear in, I don't, I don't think the whole, either chapter four or five, if I remember reading over it, which is fascinating because what Samuel, what does it mean? 
the word, the name. Uh, Ichabod, uh, the glory is departed from Israel. Yes, but yeah. then Samuel means. Oh, uh, God, man, the, yeah, was a gift of God? Oh my goodness! Yeah, sorry, Kyle. Can we cut this part out? No. Yeah, <laughs> we're being real and authentic for this, you people. That's right. right. Now. That Samuel is God's like. Uh, God is, it's not Emmanuel, God is with us, mm -hmm. but Samuel, like gift of God yeah. or God's gift or God's giving. Um, and it's fascinating that he just, what, he's not even in there. Mm -hmm. And then all you have is this other character, uh, Ichabod. So yeah, no, it's, it's very fascinating. All right. Well, I, I took the last word from you, Dan. That's fine. <laughs> I was hoping to end with uh, don't look inside the Ark of the Covenant, that, but that's, that was all right. gonna, okay. that's all right. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, Faith Family, hope you guys have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to this resource of Faith Family Church. We gather on Sundays at 495 Hugh Hunter Road in Oak Grove, Kentucky, and are a short drive from Fort Campbell and Hopkinsville, Kentucky, as well as Clarksville, Tennessee. For more information, visit our website, myfaithfamilychurch.com.